The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're talking the latest moves in the Beat Todd Zola Online Championship League today on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by WinBet. I'm Clay Link here with Todd Zola of Rotowire Masters Ball. Good to be on with you, Todd. And uh, I know the, the beat Todd Zola draft is in the book, so looking forward to talking to you about that. And happy Tout Wars weekend to those who celebrate. I know your <laughs> work behind the scenes. and uh, should be a fun weekend with Tout Wars. I sure hope so. It would be funner if we were live in New York City. But we'll make do the best that we can. Covered on SiriusXM. It's also we'll also have our own public Zoom. I think you're 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 moderating one of the one of the public Zooms. Yeah, tomorrow. So, yeah, so it's going to be a should be a fun weekend. Fortunately, most of the moves have gone down. We get till 9 p.m. before each respective draft before we close off the player pool. Right now, it's what. Story and Korea are the main ones, and what we decided to do was make them legal in both leagues, NL and AL. And if even if he even if the player signs in the other league, you're keeping his stats. So fortunately, it's only only a handful at this point that doesn't. It's not going to skew things too much, but there's there's no risk. You know, they they go for what they're probably going to go for wherever they actually do sign. And when that extra money gets distributed over the rest of the playing pool, it really doesn't mess things up for the viewing public. So um, that's what we decided to do. We caught a break. They, there's baseball, and we're ready to go. Well, Kenley Jansen, I suppose, yeah. is, is a biggie. There's a few pieces still out there. It seems like a, a lot of them have settled this week. Uh, I know most of the starting pitching is pretty much dried up. I was looking at who the free agent starting pitchers where it's like Michael Pineda and Johnny Cueto now. <laughs> with Danny Duffy signing and uh, you know, Matt Boyd signed with the Giants, so it's some potential trades. But yeah. yeah, no, you're right. The um, the pitching, at least starting, is starting to dry up considerably. There's just a couple of straggling hitters that'll find home sooner than later. Yeah, so there are a couple mystery teams in on Trevor's story today. I think that was a John Heyman tweet. So you know, the rare dual mystery team situation excited to see where he ends up maybe we'll get an answer to that during the show it'd be nice unlikely but that'd be fun it'd be nice we'll be keeping an eye on twitter for that uh earlier today luke voigt shipped to san diego so seemed like this was probable given that they brought back anthony rizzo and they brought in like what geo urshela and and others so Mm-hmm. It seemed like the, the writing was on the wall for, for Luke Voigt to be moved out of New York, and he was the 2020 home run leader, had 22 that in that short season. Just 11 last year in 68 games, uh, but in a much less crowded situation now, you have to feel a lot better about his playing time. Right. DH is open in San Diego, could play a little bit in the field, although they've got the yeah, future Hall of Famer Eric Hosmer taking up that spot, so we'll uh, we'll see how that all goes. But yeah, no, it's uh, and if you took a chance on Voight, I mean, you, you probably you're happy that he has regular playing time. Maybe you hoped it was in a 
a different park, but I think wherever you, I think when you, for the price that you paid, you're probably okay with it. By the way, with Tatis Jr., uh, I think we both have him outside our top 100 now. Now that he's out for three months, most likely. Yeah. Be sure to check out the Rotowire Roundtable ranks this weekend. Circle back and see where we all have him because it uh, feels like they'll probably be all over the map with rankings on Tatis. Probably. and you know, Not necessarily with us, but just around the industry. In general, it depends upon how much you you you, you put credence into backfilling. I mean, if you take his stats and you throw them in a calculator and and they, you know, spit out a certain number which you put to a rank. You are going to use someone on his draft on this spot in the roster spot, which you pay for that via Tatis, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have him at ten dollars, um, the spot's probably going to earn thirteen or fourteen. So you pay twelve and you get a little bit of a profit. That's the sort of thing how it works out. The thing I don't like is that. You know, after a certain point, the shortstops get pretty nasty. We talked about how deep the position yeah. is, but it's kind of top heavy. Yeah. So I don't really love the replacement options you're looking at for Tatis in those first couple of months. Um, I think what you need to do is get yourself two shortstops early, and that's possible to do. Yeah. And then get a, get a third baseman later, or there, there are ways to do it. The other thing, to be honest, though. I'm not. I would. I would be. I would. I would not be surprised if a lot of the Tatis teams had him earmarked for the outfield. Yeah, that's possible too. You know, with the shortstop outfield, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you're you're drafting and 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 Bogarts or Seager or Swanson is like you're looking at. Him, ah, I already have a shortstop. Wait, maybe I don't. Right? Maybe I can move Tatis to the outfield and not and and get the top guy on my board. So uh, that's a drum you've been beating this offseason. I think that's yeah. smart. That that's probably what you should be doing with guys least, like Trey Turner and Tatis. At least have it in the in the in the in the thought process, mm-hmm. right? So, um, but anyway, I mean, I, do you have Tatis? Are you are you, do you have to do some little extra work? I don't. I don't think I've got him anywhere. I have him in the Sirius XM Dynasty League, where I have Acuna as well. So that's kind of troubling, but. Uh, no, I don't really have much Tatis, so I, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much crosses. I mean, it doesn't cross him off my list, but I actually have him outside the top one hundred and fifty. So I, I maybe end up being one of the lowest, just because it's a risk. I know he was great playing through the shoulder last year, but uh, risk can sap power. So I'm a little worried about that. I may have him for too much playing time. I may, I, I may, I may need to knock some more. I, I knocked from fifty-five down to fifty. I may have to. I may have to cut him back some playing time even off of that. I hear you. Well, earlier today, the Dodgers deal with Freddie Freeman was finalized. So he was out there looking sharp and uh, put, well, I probably put pen to paper before, but it was officially announced today. And uh, so, yeah, that team now just absolutely scary. And I mean, are you benching all opposing pitchers against the Dodgers this year? I, mean, I don't think you can really. Expect to be able to, but uh, if you can, I'd probably recommend it. I mean, they're going to lose sixty games. They're going to lose fifty games. You just have to hope they're against your guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Things go up, things go down. Uh, if I'm if I'm in NL Tout Wars, and I have Aaron Nola, for instance, I don't know. I'm not going to put him on the bench for a for one of my reserves because the reserves are terrible. If it's a, if it's a mixed league and it's a chance to get Andrew Kittred in, Andrew Kittredge in, maybe I'll do that. You know what I mean? Uh, not start a decent starter and, and get my third closer in for a week. Maybe that's an, maybe that's in play, but I mean, you can't, I don't think you can, you know, I, I don't know that you can manage. I it depends on the top three starting pitchers. I'm probably leaving in, but I don't know that. Definitely be more judicious. Yeah, just an all-star lineup you're going to have to navigate with if you're an opposing pitcher going up against that team. But I mean, pretty scary. But so last year, I mean, they had Seager. You know, you're flip-flopping Seager for Freeman. What mm-hmm. else am I missing? I mean, it was pretty good last year. I mean, so um, I mean, Freeman's better than Seager. 
But I mean, I don't know if it's enough that you're going to not not use your regulars anymore. I hear you. It just will be a matchup that strikes fear in your heart, at least. Yeah. Even if you uh, end up deploying your starters. Clayton Kershaw, by the way, pitching at this very moment. I guess he's in the game. I don't know if he's actually on the bump this very second, but uh, starting the spring opener against the Brewers today. So he's back with the Dodgers, claims to be 100% healthy, back on the field, but uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, I'm 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 on him as a in the streaming range, maybe SP4, SP5. I'm not on him any higher. And that could be a mistake because he's still pitching really well when he pitches. Yeah, that's the big question. It's how long he will be able to pitch. Um, but you actually had a, a good conversation with Will Carroll about the whole PRP injection thing. Like, I have it in my head that that's like a four-letter word and you just giant red flag. But maybe, maybe it should be a yellow flag PRP. Yeah, it was on Twitter. Um and I, I had the same thought that you did, and I brought it up. I, I don't remember the exact tweet. It was something to the effect of, I'm concerned about Kershaw. Reported to have no UCL tear, but it's known he had a PRP. That To me, that's a conflict. And he's like, why? And I said, well, every time I've ever read it, it's a precursor to t- or a way to keep stay, a way to stave off Tommy John. And he said, well, no, a lot of, almost everybody gets, uh, when they have tenderness, gets the PRP tenderness or inflammation, we just don't hear about it. So, okay. So yeah. apparently the uh, the injection is a lot more commonplace than is reported. And that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. And then, the other, I mean, he, and then Will pretty much came out and said, no one knows how it works. It just does. <laughs> and that, 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 you know, as a scientist, that kind of stinks. You know, you want to know why. And uh, we don't know why, but it works. So we're going to use it anyway. It works. Sometimes it works temporarily and yep. you yeah. just delay the inevitable. But yeah, that's, it does open my eyes a little bit that it's a little more commonplace than I realize and not necessarily just uh, delaying the inevitable with Tommy John, but uh, definitely a word that's, that's scary to me. And I'm not, I'm with you. I still kind of think Kershaw is best in that streaming range and I probably won't be paying for him as a, rotation staple on my fantasy teams right but while we're on this topic of the Dodgers and the Dodgers rotation specifically I wanted to ask you a little bit about Trevor Bauer because his administrative leave was extended there was some confusion with Dave Roberts on the Rich Eisen show yesterday Rich Eisen show had to delete a tweet and send out a correction as far as a quote from from Dave Roberts but Dave Roberts basically said that he doesn't expect uh Trevor Bauer on the team anytime soon. I guess the if ever at all was a little bit of a misleading quote. For, and that's, I think, believe, uh, what they kind of had to correct. But I, I do think if you're looking at Bauer as a guy from day one, you should probably scratch that plan. I, I, I missed, I was doing things yesterday. I missed the whole Rich Eisen thing. I'm just, you just caught me up a little bit. I'll, I'll do a little more research. Well, let me tell you the tweet that was the, that okay. they sent out to correct things. Rich Eisen show on Twitter. This is the tweet, a previous tweet from our account characterizing Dave Roberts, not expecting Bauer soon or quote, if ever again has been deleted. It was an inaccurate portrayal of Roberts comments in an appearance on today's show, which can be heard in its entirety here. We regret the error. So the, if ever again, part, seems like it was kind of mis misplaced, but uh the anytime soon is still in play. I think ever ever again is in play, but he shouldn't have said it. Probably yeah, I think you're I, dead I, on with that. I think, you know what I, I think that's probably one of those things where uh yeah. But I mean I bet the Dodgers camp and Rogers camp were kind of on uh Rich Eisen show to tweet that correction. I mean I'll be honest though. If I'm in a league where it's more than for fun, I will, if I feel as though he'll play, I will draft him. Maybe that's controversial. I don't know. I don't don't care. If it's a money league or an industry league, I'm not going to, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to lose because somebody else drafted a player that's in the pool. I think I'd almost rather draft him and not use him. <laughs> that's not, you know, so I, you know, if it's, if, you know, we're in some fun leagues too. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to guess the majority of people are in fun leagues 
or the entry fee is such that it's not a huge deal. Um, so, but I, I don't think he's going to play. So I'm not drafting him for that main reason. But I'll, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't you know? I, I don't. I'm not going to be the holier than now. I don't even want him on my team. You, yeah, you know, Marcelo Yeah, yeah, and it's probably it maybe, maybe I need to think that through. I don't know, but I don't. I also don't want to get beat by someone who is using him. So I'm not drafting the player. I'm drafting his stats. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to explain, and it's easy to say right now. But you know, when it comes, when if I was in a draft and he's you know from looking at him and someone else in my head, I'm probably going. Please let me find someone else who is just as good, so I can take him instead. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough situation to to wrestle with, kind of, because I'm with you. Like, if you can help my fantasy team, I'm not against taking him. But I don't know if he can. <laughs> like, there's just too much uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, right now, for me to really be all over Bauer at his cost, and I actually, if I had to place a bet, I would bet that he does not ever pitch again for the Dodgers. Um, I think he pitches again in Major League Baseball, but not for the Dodgers. I don't – I guess I'm not I, – I wouldn't be surprised if it's ever again. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't – I mean, Deshaun yeah, Watson – Nobody does. Yeah. Deshaun Watson could be playing football. You know, there could be a, a trade – you know, a trade announced, well, you know, football. There could be I actually emergency. just saw that before the show. He's going to Cleveland. Oh, is he? Okay. So there, yeah. will, there will be an emergency <laughs> podcast and booting us out and, and coming in. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it, it, I'm not equating the two of them either. But – um there's so much to talk about. Can we? I don't want to shirk the issue, but I yeah, think, no, we can move I think on. We've, I think sure. we've made our points and we can move on. Yeah, absolutely. The other piece of news I wanted to address before we get to your beat Todd Zoli draft that took place last night. All right, Jack, all right let's, let's talk about Trevor Bauer if that's the alternative. <laughs> well, you don't want to talk about this team? It looks pretty darn good on the surface. It's well, as we'll talk about, it's un, it's an, it was an uncomfortable team for me. So we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, the last bit was just about Jack Flaherty getting second opinion. Second opinion, like PRP, is like a red flag, but maybe PRP should be yellow. But anytime you hear second opinion, it is bright red flag uh, because that means the first opinion didn't yield favorable results or favorable diagnosis for Jack Flaherty. So this is pretty darn scary for me. And uh, really for the Cardinals, too, beyond Jack Flaherty, it's kind of iffy in that rotation. So in a very winnable division, but this if this turns out to be something serious, this could really set that team back. I was off of Flaherty to begin with. He was on my prove-it-to-me list. Um, I'd, you know, I'll lower him now, but he was off of my radar completely just because yeah. the, the, the number of innings that he's thrown, the different issues that he's had. Uh, it's a shame because he's he was so. He, I mean, he looked like we should be talking about him as a first round pitcher when he first came up. That's that's the track he was track he was on. It is kind of a shame, but hopefully, I mean, he's still he's still young enough that he can get this all twenty six, get this all taken care of. Uh, you know, just just yeah, we'll turn yeah we'll turn twenty seven in, in October, so he's still young. I mean, he still have a good career, but let's get it cleaned up. I guess I should have maybe seen this coming a little bit more because he returned at the end of last year, but only threw two and a thirds innings, four uh, Ks. Yeah, I, I guess with a guy who missed all that time, it's like yeah, the off season should help, but it's not a lock that time off's going to just get rid of the issue. And, and I, I think we were a little, we were a little bit optimistic because it wasn't like a. I mean, oblique is connected to the, you know, our, you know, shoulder center, but it's some of the injuries weren't arm and shoulder, elbow and shoulder. He had he had some issues there too, but I, I think maybe yeah, it's it's not quite as bad. But um, yeah, it turned out it was. Yeah, it's tough news for Jack Flaherty and the Cardinals. Well, we got to take care of some business real quick, so we'll get a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back to talk about. Todd's beat Todd Zola draft in the online championship after these messages. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by WinBet. Play link here with Todd Zola. And Todd, the beat Todd Zola draft, part of the Rotowire Online Championship last night. You said it was kind of uncomfortable for you. Can you elaborate a little bit before we get into specific players? Um, well, yeah, no. Well, you know, I covered myself with honey and a bunch of bees. No, that wasn't the uncomfort. The um, I just basically. I took Zach Wheeler and that put me, <laughs> it had me, you know, I, I was okay with it in the fourth round, but we'll, we'll, you know, we can talk about it, but it's just like, yeah, was that the right pick? And I'm like thinking about that the whole time and losing focus elsewhere. No, it, it, it kind of, the whole thing put me in a, a little bit of a different, and this is good. And this is why we suggest to do this purposely is to get yourself out of your comfort zone. Cause it's going to happen during the course of the season. You know, I mean, I, I got a lot. I mean, it's, it's a recognizable team, but there's some also some parts that that I haven't gone down before, etc. But um, it just and it's I didn't I didn't draft saves purposely, and I don't know if I went overboard with that this time. Um, Ryan Roof seems to like it. At least he likes my uh, speculative picks, the uh, closer encounters from the site. So we'll have to see how that works out. But it's a tra- it's a trade league. It's a fab league. So 12-team Fab League, I think there'll be opportunities to get the saves I need to compete. But, um, you know, I'd like to thank Peter, Peter Schenke and the, and the, and the uh, managing council for letting me uh, participate in this contest to represent Rotowire, and I'll, I'll work my butt off to get this team competitive. Well, I'm sure you will, and, yeah, I'm glad you could do it, and uh, you could be repping Rotowire in this online championship. It's funny because you usually come out of twelve team draft riding high, but you were not. That wasn't so much the case for you. Twelve has been a, a, a weak spot for me, but I've liked what I've done in twelve so far. Um, I've actually, I kind of because I knew that the Rotor Wire was going to be sort of my main NFBC league this year, the 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 OLC. So I did a couple of twelve team draft championship leagues to get used to it. That was my prep because I guess I'm not, not in the main, so this was this is the big one for me. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not uncomfortable with it. I just, it's not, well, no, I, I, I'm not as comfortable as some of the other teams I've drafted, but that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Usually the teams I feel that way about are my better teams and the teams that I'm yeah. like, high on my own supply and the crap in the bed, but you were picking fourth in this 12 team five by five Roto league scoring batting average. Juan Soto was your pick. Was there anybody else who even crossed your mind or was that an auto Snap call. Yeah, I would snap. I mean, I had the top four. I mean, five would have been five would have been the place I started to think. Mm-hmm. I was hoping Bichette would Bichette or Ramirez would fall to, to, to start off with the speed. But you know, there's ways to build speed with Soto. And I think we're a little bit a little bit more optimistic that Soto will get 
a few pitches now with Nelson Cruz and Josh Bell and Cesar Hernandez. I think we're a little bit more optimistic about the top of that lineup than we may have been earlier. Yeah, I think so too with Cruz there. And yeah, I'm a little skeptical about Cruz, but and Tropicana field is tough to hit in. So maybe that played a part in Cruz's season. And yeah, Turner, Bichette, Ramirez, the top three picks. Uh, that's higher than I've ever seen Bichette go. But do you think maybe in like mains and you know, drafts to come that, you know, Bichette inside the top three becomes kind of commonplace just given the steals? Well, and, and Tatis is no longer there, right? Yeah, exactly. So someone has to move up. Yeah. So I would, I mean, if you want, if you want steals, it's between Bichette and Ramirez, right? Yeah. So I prefer Ramirez at that spot, get rid of third base. If I had the number two spot, I would have taken Ramirez. But if I had the number three and those were gone, you know, Bichette would be my, he's, I, I guess I'm, t- I'm Turner, Ramirez, Bichette is my current top three. I'm a little surprised to see Acuna still in the first round. He was 10th. Uh, could be ready at some point in in uh, April, but it sounds like maybe only DHing in April. So I'm not a first round guy for me at this point. Well, I'm Acuna. looking over that team, and th- that seems to be a I want to win it all or come in last type of a, a kind of a construct. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah, it's fine yeah. if you want to go that route. Yeah, yeah. So I, I so I, I think that might fade, fade into it, and, and later on, Chris Sale, Craig Kimbrell. So Chris I think Bryant, this, yeah. Yeah. So I think this and Robbie Ray. I think this is a I want to win everything. If I finish in last, so be it. And like I said, I mean that's 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 fine. I mean that's yeah, that's viable. I, yeah. If you want yeah. to play that game, I totally understand yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, you followed up Soto with Freddie Freeman. So you know, your first two picks, you don't get a lot of speed, then you don't get a lot of speed either with Bogart. So uh, yeah. Yeah, you went I, with the three hitters, and you didn't come out with a lot of speed. Do you kind of regret that? I do at this point, no. Yeah. And I act, and I, you know, spoiler alert, did not draft Miles Straw, which I actually would have, but he went a little, you know, I don't want to say sniped, but I was, I was working on Miles Straw construct, um, but I, I think, I think I snuck out enough speed to compete. It's going to take. Jonathan VR to get me 20 steals, but I think I'll, I think I have enough. And when your first stolen base guy is your catcher, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah. That's not usually a build that you see often, but yeah, Dalton Varsho uh, picking what the four, five, six, seven, eighth round in this 12 team should get you some bags. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if you have enough, but maybe you do. I I think maybe. it's at least maybe you can finagle this and add a little bit and uh, at least finish like mid-pack and stolen bases. Yeah, well, lead. I mean, it depends on who I end up using. I mean, Varsho gets whatever, 10, 12. Danby Swanson gets 10 or 12. I mentioned VR. Colton Wong can get 15 or 20. You know, and it's and Soto Freeman and Bogarts between the three of them will get maybe fifteen, I think, and then Kettle Marte. So I think I think middle of the pack is there. Whether I, I get you. more is a question, and if VR is a zero, then not, then I fall. And the middle is usually bunched, and I even say a Suzuki could get ten or fifteen. So I think I I think I did build the foundation, and I did not take a chance on it, the on the uh Tampa guy um in Vito Bruhan. I, I've been taking chances on guys like Jose Siri, uh late chances of that nature. I did not take any of those chances because in a fifth in a 12 team league, I think I think there'll be some guys that emerge if I need it to help out with the steals. Nice. Well I think your kind of anecdote about Miles Straws is good though because it provides a little bit of a lesson. Like even if you like Miles Straw, I don't. But even if you you do, there's only one Miles Straw in the pool, so you need to have Plan A, B, C, and D when it comes to to speed. And yeah, got to have a lot of contributors. I kind of like the VR pick. It's uh, you went Suzuki, uh, Di Sclafani was sandwiched in between, but then VR. So two new Cubs additions there. And, uh, yeah, I think you don't bring VR in to just be a stationary guy on the bases. I think he'll probably get to 20, even if that skill is diminishing. 
Yeah, so I took him 17th in an A league. And I think he's actually filled my corner. So, and I did take, did I, yeah, Rowdy Telez later, who may actually be my utility, but I do have some other batters. So if I don't need the speed, I mean, I, I try to, you know, I can use a power guy instead with Telez. But I actually think I have him placed at corner uh, at that point, third base. So, um, and I think of the 17th round in the 12 team league, it's churn, 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 churn. Somebody, and maybe if I use Telez at corner, he's now my utility, right? So uh, you can, I should be able to find something there. It's interesting that you got Matt Chapman and then Suzuki VR. Seems like you, and McCutcheon as well. Seems like you got a a lot of guys. Yeah, Freeman. So you got some guys who just recently signed. It seemed like there was that little pocket of value just because they were without a team for a while. I ran my numbers. Still there. Yeah, I ran my numbers, and I think you're right. I didn't. It wasn't by plan. It wasn't by design. Uh, but I kind of late, late late last night when I was looking over, I was like, "Huh, I drafted two guys. I drafted. I drafted. Four, I, drafted four, I drafted six guys <laughs> that were just moving. You know, whatever." And I think they all did. They all move into better scenarios. Um, yeah, I Chapman think you can, did. And... Yeah, I think you can say they all moved into better scenarios. McCutcheon for sure. Um, so the, the only, you know, the, the thing, the other thing about this team, the uncomfortable nature was I, I took my no say. I didn't even go Barlow and Bednar in this one. I took my no saves to an extreme. Um, again, yeah, because- Kittredge and Alcala, Solcer, but none of those guys are like 1A closers. Yeah, and Fulmer. And I missed out on Suarez. I was like, how how long can I wait on uh, – he just got drafted. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like trying to figure out when I want to take Robert Suarez. And somebody took him at that point, so uh, it just kind of, kind of a bummer. I think Fulmer, I just think he's better than Soto, and that's a yeah. team I think is going to get some saves. Alcala is all Ryan, all Ryan Roof, uh, you know. Yep. And, and Sulcer, the last note was that Tyler Wells is going to be stretched out. I was on Tyler Wells as mm-hmm. a closer, but the last note, oh, a recent note, had him being stretched out. So it's like, I mean. It's 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 also the thing about the numbers aren't the peripherals aren't terrible, so he's not getting saves. He's not a terrible guy to put in there. So, but like I said, I'm planning on on churning. I don't remember where Matt Barnes went, but uh, Alex Cora came out and said they may not have a real closer, and uh, they just said that with um, Detroit, uh, Detroit, uh, L.A. with Trinan. So yeah. I think there will be scenarios where I will be able to pick up enough saves to compete. Are they stretching Garrett Whitlock out, by the way? Um, initially, they're stretching both Red Sox, Hauk, and Whitlock. Okay. I don't. I mean, now with Chris Sale on the shelf, yeah. I think Hauk gets a better chance to start early, and I actually picked him up. Um I don't know. I think Whitlock's still probably more, you know, especially if they're going to use matchups. I mean, Whitlock's the guy that you can go two innings with. I think if they're playing, and let me just push Barnes to the ninth because you're giving Whitlock the seventh and eighth because the seventh inning was tough or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah I am. Um, the Wheeler pick was tough because I'm trying to, I mean, I, I think the news is pretty good as far as. I don't think there's a res- I don't think there's a resi- residual injury, but sometimes he, these things turn out to be, uh, you know, lingering. So I thought the discount what th- almost at the end of the fourth round. So that's what thirty six. It would have been like the forty eighth pick or whatever it might be. I thought that was enough of a discount on Wheeler to take the chance, and there really wasn't anybody else. I wasn't going to push Logan Webb up that to that spot, and I really didn't. You know, I'm looking at some of the other names. I was considering Will Smith, but I mean, I just thought, you know what? Let's let's let's. I think the discount is here, and I'm confident enough that it'll be okay. But I was double. You know, I was not so much buyer's remorse, but I was second guessing myself the entire draft. I hear you. I think that's about the point to let the slide end and, and take Wheeler. But yeah, I could see that being just the uncertainty, like kind of a tough pill to swallow and really feel great about your 
the top of your staff. You did follow up Logan, Logan Webb and Kevin Gausman. Why I, I'm con contractually obligated to take those two. <laughs> I like it though. Uh, you're kind of the guy on Gaussman still. And I, and not that people are out on him like hard, but uh, seems yeah, like yeah. people are a little hesitant to, to take him off the career year. Well, with Chapman though, now, with, with Chapman, I'm a little happier. Now, the pick before the next pick was was Kettle Marte, and no, 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 no. I don't want to type that. Montas, you mentioned Montas. Yeah, Montas. Um, that was that was a. I got three seconds left. I'll just. He was like my high. I didn't really want a pitcher there, but look at the uh, look at the two names previous. Two guys that you know I've drafted a lot: Brian Reynolds and JD Martinez. I was just sure I was taking whichever one of those lasts. I will take. Mm -hmm. And I was just not prepared for um, the next. And I, I would have taken Gallegos, but the news came out that St. Louis might not be, you know, doing the full-time closer thing. Although I, and I, I picked him in in a league the other night with, uh, with Gallegos. So um, I, I just kind of got caught, kind of got burned. But you will notice after I, you know, took Montas when I didn't really want to. I mean, he was fine there. I just didn't want a pitcher yet. Uh, I just went hitter, hitter, hitter. You know, five, five or six hitters in a row to kind of make up for it. But um, yeah, that was, I made two mistakes. I probably made thirty mistakes. But yeah, Montas there, and I did. I did mention Kittle Marte. Um, I should have taken Chris Bryant, who went up to what about eight picks later. But I mean that's a lot. Well, not really. It's not that much. But I, 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 I should have taken Chris Bryant, feel the third base spot, knowing I'll get a second baseman later, and I, I had him worthy of that spot. But I just kind of forgot and and just just um, went for Marte, and I should have gone for Bryant. Yeah, Bryant in the seventh seems a little surprising given that this draft took place after the news of him. Yeah. Colorado, I expect to see the the price higher than that in most drafts. I think it's going to be higher. I just yeah. it would have would have been six rate picks higher had Bonehead <laughs> been on his game. But yeah, no, I, I I think he will go up. Yeah, I got some FOMO on Brian in the drafts I've done because I don't have him anywhere. But I think it'll probably change. And Montas, I think everybody's assuming he's getting dealt. Well, him that's the thing too. So yeah. that'll that'll be a big part of where he lands. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of the teams that I heard weren't bad, but we'll see where he ends. I mean, it's going to be a park downgrade more than likely, but the, the context of the team and everything else may be okay. We'll see. Well, we got to take a quick break here. I hope you'll stick with us, and uh, we'll get back to the baseball after these reads here. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for RotoWire's Fantasy Podcasts. WinBet brings you all the latest action with the user-friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over-unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet is currently available in nine states, Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. Register for WinBet today. Make a qualifying deposit and wager to receive 200 bucks in free bets. Promotion may vary by state. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for RotoWire's fantasy podcasts. Also, experience a new way to play daily fantasy sports on Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is an exciting player prop fantasy contest. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up for Thrive Fantasy today and receive a free six-month RotoWire subscription. That'll get you through the baseball season eventually, essentially. And here's how you can claim your free RotoWire subscription. Visit rotowire.com slash thrive. Deposit a minimum of 10 bucks and receive a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Then finally, play in your first paid contest and receive a free six-month RotoWire subscription. Also, do you think your betting skills are good enough to win you tickets to the Final Four? It's time to put your money where your mouth is. Better Edge is giving away a trip for two to the Final Four in New Orleans. All you have to do is join their contest at betteredge.com slash final four 
Better Edge believes sports betting with no fees should be the norm, and odds are it's legal in your state. Check it out and enter their March Madness contest for a chance to win a trip to the Final Four. Head on over to betteredge.com slash Final Four. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com slash Final Four. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Todd, back to your Beat Todd Zola draft here. Took place on Wednesday, uh, I'm sorry, Thursday night again. A lot of your guys and Colton Wong, Bailey Ober, uh, a lot of Todd guys. Even Mark Can, I think, kind of fits that mold. And mm-hmm. Drew Rasmussen, Rasmussen, uh, Rasmussen, I've heard it pronounced a couple ways, probably looked it up. Uh, we had a caller on XM today about him, and you know, I kind of said he had like the Ranger Suarez type year where you just so much better in, in the starting role, kind of bucked that the trend that you usually see with, uh, you know, it's just typically harder to, to mm-hmm. fill a starting role, turn a lineup over multiple times, but maybe he's a unicorn and the Rays like extract value out of these guys. And maybe I need to be getting some Drew Rasmussen. What's, what's the case that you have for him? You, you kind of alluded to it. Tampa finds ways to get the most, out of arms of this nature. And they saw something in him. They went out and got him and he pitched pretty darn well. I, you know, he's the kind of guy that I hope, I hope I hear that he's the, um, what are we calling it? The primary pitcher or the, the bulk pitcher. I hope that, that somebody opens for him and he pitches three and a third or three and two thirds and gets a win. So he definitely picked up in the streaming range. Um, I, you know, I, I, Tampa Bay, I love the park. I love where he's going to pitch. And we've got him third as a starter. Maybe he, maybe he does start. Maybe Tampa doesn't play those, those games, but they've got, you know, they've got Matt Whistler. They've got a few guys that they can use to open. So, um, yeah, to me, he's a streamer. Yeah, he's so hard to figure out because he throws hard, but he really only throws two pitches. So I don't know how he had so, so much success as a starter. Now, you know, not having a real third pitch isn't like a death sentence for a starter, but uh, fastball slider, that's typically a a bullpen repertoire. And curveball change, very seldom used. I mean, your your concerns are warranted. I mean, the last his last four games in September were five innings, and he only gave up three three runs total. So that's three runs in 20 innings. Okay, that's wonderful. But he only fanned ten in those twenty innings. He only walked two. So you know, if I'm hoping he goes three or four or five innings, I'm getting three or four strikeouts. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of hoping to get the ratios in a in a win because he won three of those last four games. So which is why you know, which is why he's in the streaming range. And it's a it's not a fab league. Sorry, it is a fab league. If things aren't working out, you know, bye bye Rasmussen. While we're on the topic of the Rays rotation, let me just ask you about a guy. You didn't draft him, but James has been drafting him all over the place. And that's uh, – I'm sorry, I totally blanked on his name. Corey – what's his last name? Kluber? Of course. The kid can try to make a name for himself. Yeah. I just – I had brain for it there. What do you think? Do you think – are you ending up with Kluber, for one? And do you think uh, – there's a reason to be optimistic about him and, and the raised magic touch. Yeah, again, that's that's the answer. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I mean this, I have no no strong feelings either way. I'm not avoiding him and I'm not chasing him. I just don't think I've landed on him yet. Um, looking at the you know reading between the tea leaves and what what he did and you know I think that there's a potential there, but it wasn't to me. It wasn't anybody. It wasn't worth targeting. But I'm also not avoiding him. So, um, you know, we're all – that's what – I mean, we all have our strengths and weaknesses in analysis, et cetera. And I, I kind of noticed this talking to talking to Jeff Erickson in our shows earlier this week. Once we get down to the, you know, do you think so-and-so is going to get hurt or who's going to be closing? I mean, we're all equal in that range. Yeah. I mean, we're all the same. We're all guessing. Yeah, none, none of my spreadsheets can tell me that. So I think what, what was the, he put me on someone put me on the spot, but I was downgrading somebody because of injury and not downgrading another, and it's like that's just the way I feel. But that's not that doesn't feel you know you can't when you know yeah. that, that's just not a good enough of an no way to quantify feel. Yeah, I mean I think it was it was Ronald Acuna and another batter that I wasn't 
downgrading and just like don't they both have to be and he's right he was 100 right you know you, they, you should what's good for the goose good for the gander they know they both need to go the same process the same analysis the same you know sort of judgment but yet i had a feel about one that i didn't have for the other and that's fine you know when you know because when the by myself as a drafter but when i have to when i get paid to explain things i think it was jordan alvarez it was Jordan Alvarez and Mike Trout is what it was, now that I think about it. And that I was downgrading Trout a little bit, but not downgrading Alvarez. And, you know, it actually made me think, you know, was that right? I just, maybe it's maybe it's the the upside of Alvarez. I don't know. But that was the question. It shouldn't, shouldn't they both be, if you're going to downgrade Trout, shouldn't I have downgraded Alvarez? And then, yes. That's a I fair should. question. Yes, uh, I should have, but I didn't. So that you know, and, and, Alvarez and, had those knees surgically repaired, right? Right, but he, yeah. yes, yeah, he but did. He still, he worried about it being a chronic issue. Yeah. So it, again, though, I mean, we all have our what we do, did what we don't do good. That's it. I think we're. I don't think anybody. I think the, the part about that Jeff is mentioning is you should to be consistent within your aloofness. <laughs> I like that. That's well put. Back to Corey Kluber just for a second. I. It's never like great to be on the opposite side of James. You usually end up with egg <laughs> on your face, looking stupid. But I, I just don't see it with Kluber. I mean, eighty innings last year he was all right, uh, but then you know, thirty six and two thirds combined the previous two years, and the whip has been high even on the field lately. So, yeah, that's an appeal to authority thing that I just I can't really get behind Kluber, even though the Rays. You know, I, I typically am in favor of appealing to authority mm-hmm. when it comes to the Rays. But Kluber, I'm just having a hard time with it at his age. Uh, the rest of your beat Todd's old roster, Alcala, you mentioned he's a Ryan Roof spec. He may be stretched out, uh, which maybe wouldn't be True, the worst yeah. thing for his value and wouldn't be the worst things for the Twins. His easiest path is stardom's in the bullpen, where I think he could run with that job. But uh, I don't think it'd be a bad call for the Twins to give him another shot at that's starting. Uh, Connor Joe, you, you've been all over him. And then Cole Calhoun, he clears the bar for a reserve spot in a 12 team. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're both gone early on, but it remains to be seen how much Joe plays with the acquisition of Chris Bryant playing the outfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should have looked at the schedule. At one point, I did, and I liked Joe early because of the early schedule. But now it's a little bit different. Um, I mean, if you if you if your plan is to platoon out, is to, if your plan is to use the reserves, or, or, yeah, the free agents throughout the course of a year in a twelve teamer to stream into a spot, you should draft that way. You should you, you know just don't draft that player. Draft your first or second week streamer. You know why? why you know so I, at one point I had Joe in mind as someone I wanted to use in that manner. I should have gone back and looked at the schedule again to see uh, where Colorado opens. Because keeping in mind it's an NFPC league, and we can you can use do all these games until you start to get guys get hurt, and you no longer have enough roster spots to manage like you originally intended. I hear you, uh, Alex Colomay. By the way, he went um, right before the reserves, so there's a new you know guy who's closed for a long time, and that looks like he'll get another chance to close in Colorado. But I'm a little surprised. Maybe I'm just not seeing him, but I do not see Art Warren going in this. Yeah. Surprised me a little bit. I know the Reds are a headache, but uh, Lucas Sims is behind. He claims to be healthy, but he's behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, He was on the list. I, I may have, I may, you know, I think we have a preseason fab. <laughs> I may even go down that road, come to think of it. I don't know. Yeah. So just taking a look, the Rockies started home. Uh, it's against the Dodgers, against some tough pitchers, but it's just, just kind of a way to get get the Rockies in there for that 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 short Thursday series, and then play it by later. But I'm clicking on the thing that says later on my website, looking at the schedule. Like, do you want to buy tickets later? <laughs> so I said later. Anyway, um, now I forget the question. Well, I was asking about the red situation, but yeah, no, I uh, uh, no wonder I forgot the question. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, to this me, is probably it was, more so than anything, a case for drafting early. This closes. is, I, I, I mean, I hate to, say, I'm going to bum you out right now. 
I'm really going to bum you out right now. But I had a shot between Cole Sulcer and, and Warren, and I went for the Orioles closer. Well, I hear you. And uh, especially <laughs> if they bring in Correa, that'll probably be the right move. Ah. I just, our Warren's got pretty interesting numbers. The Lucas Sims situation is tough to read, though, because it seems like contradictory messages from him and the team. He says he's all clear, but he's behind. And uh, yeah, it's just weird that player and the team don't really seem to be on the same page. Maybe they're just slow playing him after last year's injuries, but maybe. I do think maybe this creates an opportunity for somebody else to uh, maybe be the 1A closer. Uh, yeah, I'm a little disappointed you didn't get your guy, Robert Suarez. Seems like you get him in every league, but that was uh, a third mistake. I can't I, have I, him everywhere. He went in the 21st round. That's kind of that's, that's earlier 12, than I think I've ever seen in a 12 team league in the 21st round. Yeah, that, that's and I was actually beginning to think when I wanted to get him, I would not have taken him in the 21st. They ended up with Joe Ryan there. Uh, I would not have taken him at that point. But that was when I was beginning. Oh, let's put him on my queue so I don't forget about him. That was the sort of thinking there. Uh, Zach Grinke went in the reserves. Uh, did you consider him at all now that he's back in KC or not really? Mm, no, no, I didn't. Again, I'm not dismissing him. But I, 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 I think I, I don't like what I saw, at least by the numbers in, in, in his in – his, uh, Last year, the whole joke, you know, I want to be one year too early, one year too late, whatever it is. And with Greinke, last year was finally the year that it caught up. And I don't know about a bounce back. I just maybe call it my profile and remind myself what I wrote about it. But I remember I was not that optimistic. I did not really see anything to hang my hat on. And it was he's kind of old, too. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, easy for me to say when whatever. But I'm. Um, 20 years older than he is, and I'm calling him kind of old. But, um, well, anyway. 38 is kind of old for a major yeah, so, pitcher. So it's 58. Anyway. But, yeah, I, I kind of in on Grinky, but I, I definitely get it. The K's just fell off dramatically last year. Um, yeah, so my note has his curveball lacking vertical break, therefore mm -hmm. hanging. So, and that would lead to all the homers. So that, is that correctable? Sure. But um, I just – I don't know. I just wasn't wasn't comfortable. I like the you know I like Kansas City as a landing point, but I've got him. At, you know, I, I don't have him as a terrible ERA, four point one eight with a one point two five WHIP. That's playable. I have him three dollars in a mix fifteen, so that's twenty second, twenty third round. Well, that's twentieth or twenty first round, but I just didn't end up with him. Well, as we wrap things up today, I just wondered if there was one that got away. Was there a pick that? Well, you said Chris Bryant, but was, was there another one that you kind was of regretted? The one that, well, passing Suarez, but that was again, it wasn't. I wouldn't have taken well, Robert him Suarez. right away, though. I wouldn't have taken him right away. Um, was there a re one that I? Re well, I mean, there were a couple of snipes, but I don't recall any that I that I wish I had, you know, taken somebody else when I did take the guy that I ended up taking. I mean, there were a couple of players that just kind of went just a little bit after where I was planning on, but um, no, I mean, well, it's two guys. And I already have two. <laughs> I don't I shouldn't have more than two. <laughs> and finally, we had just had a question in the chat, kind of a, a good question because we never really talk about them or I don't really think we have much on the show, but Josiah Gray going over to Washington should have opportunity, probably yeah. more bumps in the road though. And I, I need to see more myself. I think, I like. I still have optimism. I mean, he's, he's getting not. He's no spring chicken. He just turned twenty-four. I think I have optimism long term, but I'm tempering expectation. This, this. I think there's adjustments to be made, but I think he can make them. And most, the home runs crushed him. I'm looking at the strikeout numbers, and they were pretty strong. Um, he's, if he can figure out a way to keep the ball in the yard, I like him, but that might not, it might not be overnight. And that's, that's one of those things where it might take a little finagling with the pitching and getting, you know, getting on the same page with Ruiz. Maybe Ruiz helps him out, not giving up in a dynasty league, but I'm not jumping at him this year. I'm exactly there with you. He took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, the fact that he had a one, three, six whip last year, despite, 
33 walks and 70 and two thirds innings speaks to how good the stuff is and can be yeah. and how he can naturally kind of get himself out of the jams he creates, but uh, still shoots himself a little too much in the foot with the walks. And I mean, that'll be a problem still. Minor league career though. He only gave up seven homers in, I, do we have, can we total up the minor league innings? I don't know at this point. Yeah, we can total them up, but um hmm. Yeah, seven homers total in, in 198 innings. That's crazy. So that's like a full season. That's like, you know, a major league pitcher. If he gives up 28 homers in 198 innings, sure, okay. So he was able to control limiting the fly, limiting the home runs in the minor. League. So there, there, there's the promise. Although he was always a little old. He was, was I don't know, was not so much. You know that whole that whole pandemic year and guys not playing throws off the whole age for the level thing. You know, yeah, when you kind of eyeball it. so many things. Yeah, you kind of eyeball it. It's like he should have been. Wait, he didn't. Pit, he couldn't. Have, you know, he, he should have been twenty-two that year. But you know, but the pandemic year, so he's twenty-three. So he wasn't really old for the level. He, he flew through uh, three levels. Three levels when he was uh, two thousand and nineteen, um, with with very limited homers. And then in AAA, it was only it was fifteen innings. He had three. Yeah, well, I mean that's not good. So that's going to be the key. And yeah, Washington is a park that gives up home runs, so we'll see. One last thing, just while we're on the topic of the, the Nationals, I started thinking about this, and uh, they signed Sean Doolittle. Now, I know he's been pretty bad the past few years, but I was thinking about yeah, – I didn't really agree with the, some of the analysis in our note, and I thought about it. I thought about the leading part of it, about him being behind. We have Tanner Rainey, Kyle Finnegan, and Ciszek for saves. But then I thought, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. So I'll just leave it. I kind of actually see him as maybe the favorite to close, even with his issues the past few years. I, I mean, think, Tanner Rainey, Kyle Finnegan, Steve Cisha. I think he's the favorite to get a to get a shot. You know what I think they'll I think they'll give him a chance. Uh I do think that Doolittle will does warrant because he has a history with that team too. Yeah, he warrants an opportunity. He did fan 53 and 49 and two thirds last year. Not fantastic, but he was quite a bit better after going to Seattle, I believe. Yeah. 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 From Cincinnati to Seattle. His numbers with Seattle were not that bad. Right. So I think he'll get an opportunity, whether he can stay healthy, who's to say, but I think he will get a chance. And I mean, this is a scenario when I'm, I'm playing the games as far as trying to find a closer, I haven't ventured into this scenario at all. Yeah, me neither. I haven't specced on any of these guys, yeah, but no. maybe do little if if I really have to in some spot. I could I could see maybe yeah you know, taking that chance. I just I mean Tanner Rainey's all over the map. Finnegan and Cishek don't do much for me, so mm-hmm. I could see maybe another late you know another late run as a closer for Doolittle. Used to be, I mean, one of the game's best. He's far from that now, but right, 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 I mean, right. he can still. Uh, pump it in and limit the walks and do pretty well. So we'll see about the closer in, in uh, Washington. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? I thought this was a good show. Tout Wars is on my mind. Oh, yeah. Man, Tout Wars is on my mind. Yeah, because um, in in one draft and monitoring the other. So, um, yeah, a lot, lot, lot of work to do this weekend. Um, Monday, Monday, sorry, Saturday morning, AL. So who from the site? Uh, Jeff's in the Jeff's in the AL, right? That sounds I think, right. I think Jeff. Not I don't. Exactly sure. I think Colette's in the AL as well. Okay. Um, mixed. You have anybody in mixed? We so used to have DVR, so I'm not so sure. I don't think anybody from the site's in the mixed mixed auction. That one's tomorrow afternoon. That's the yeah. one I'll be uh, calling on the Zoom. Right. So yeah. stop think, by and hang if you want. Yeah, I think DVR used to have that spot, and I don't know that we replaced. Uh, um, then NL only is Sunday morning, and I'm in that. And then you get the uh, you get the head to head in the afternoon. Yeah, head to head points. I am a diehard roto guy, but I, I've grown to love this head to head points league for baseball. It's a different format that I'm not as, as used to, but I'm I'm learning and having a lot of fun. And maybe we can spend some time next week on the show, Todd, talking about points leagues and head to head points in particular. But great stuff. Try to uh, be good to yourself this Tout Wars weekend, Todd. Don't push yourself too hard. And uh, hopefully, <laughs> all you guys. Too late. <laughs> well, 
Well, be good to yourself, man. And that applies to all of you out there as well. We'll be back, Todd and I, every Friday on the pod, getting you set for the start of the season. Hope you'll join us again next week here on the Roto-Wire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com